Show. We're live here, episode 155 on the 14th of October 2020, the greatest year so far we have ever experienced. The greatest year. It is 8 o'clock on the East Coast, as always, the ID84 here, and to my left, Adam DeMallitz from his hey, home studio where he films all his adventurous movies throughout the years, green screen and all. Very, yeah. Home of many scenes from the hit movie called Honky Holocaust. Didn't even say that. <laughs> no, no. John Boy was filmed here, though. Honky Holocaust was never. John Boy was filmed no. at your apartment? Then the kid, there's a scene where I'm in the kitchen talking to somebody. That, so that was the kitchen scene where he was, where the uh, placement of objects were so screwed up. Like one scene. No, went... no, no. Oh, that's okay. at the end. It was at the beginning when my friend came to the. Um... No, wait, was that. Because there's a scene where, like, you're yeah, talking. Yeah, no, no. That, you know I know what that about, was. Right? Yeah. No, that was in Somerville. No, no. Oh, okay, because yeah. the because the, that that's one of those scenes in a movie where it's very important to make sure things are the same, especially when you're cutting from side to side. Like there was once you're eating a sandwich, then you cut to him, and the sandwich is gone. Then it back to you, and the yeah. sandwich appears again. That was at the very end when everything was coming unglued. Mm. That was very much at the end. The only scene I like in that movie is at the uh, the pawn store. That's it. Yeah, I like that's the guy. The only good scene. It's funny that we know the same guy. Yeah, that was weird. He's like, holy shit! I know that guy. He used to be a regular at uh at uh, at the bar. He's a little creepy. It's a funny guy. He's a professional actor. He's like uh, our former co-host, Mr. Glover, who uh, I'm sure is watching tonight. And uh, he could join in if he likes. But uh, He's I always welcome. I feel He's like I feel like he had to quit the show. I think maybe his wife told him he she, he he wasn't allowed to hang out with us anymore. He's part of the family, so he's always welcome. It wouldn't be the first time someone's wife told their husband they weren't allowed to hang out with me before. It's happened many, many times in the past. You would think I was like a terrible person, too, you know? It, no, I, I... I, Just because... Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Many, 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 many times. I don't have like five different incidents. Yeah. I can see somebody being like, just because, let's face it, like, our group of people is very loud. We're obnoxious when we drink. Yeah, no, no denying anything. No one you know. No one, no one has, we've, okay. we've hung up. It's, it's been people in the past. And I feel. I know of a girlfriend who didn't like, uh, what's his face is, uh, JR's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. well, like. That was a whole different story. Yeah. We, uh, tried to get her. So we tried to get her. She was a, she was a guest on the show many, many times in the past. So I had, uh, Mr. Glover reach out to her to get her to come on the show about a month ago because I figured, you know, let's bury the hatchet. Let's see what she, like, maybe she'd, we can get her to a situation where she'll just, like, start shitting on J.I. and we can really get to the depth of everything because apparently they had a very toxic end. And if you don't know who yeah. J.I. is, if you go way, way back to about five years ago to the Adult Entertainment Show, which was part of the show, it is located on the same iTunes stream as this show. You get to hear Jay Hanna, hi, pinch voice like that, same time, I'm dying, Jay And he would get very angry about stuff, and him and Eric would get into it all the time. It was hilarious, and then there was Brianna, and then he had Adam at the end of the show talking to a tin can, and then pissing JR off on purpose, and JR would just be like, why, why can't you get a microphone? Why can't you get a microphone? At one point, I bought one, and I just didn't use it mm. because I knew it pissed him off. Well, he mean, would get, like, enraged. It was hilarious. But um, well, that's a dick move. I can never any woman that says like you can't hang out with him anymore. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Like I can understand them being like, I don't like him. I'm not gonna hang out around them. Yeah, go hang out with your friends. Whatever, that's fine. But like to be like you can't hang out with him, I would be like, go fuck yourself. I was you working. Know? I worked with this dude once who um, 
uh, we're going back to like 2009. Me and Eric were doing the show at the creepy uh, studio in Quincy with the uh, Kitty Toucher. And uh, we were doing the show one day, and we told the guy to listen. He was like one of our managers, and he thought it was hilarious. And then his wife came in the room, and he goes, what are you listening to? These people are vulgar. How dare you listen to this in the house? He goes, yeah, sorry, dude. I got to like, this is like before, like, you could listen to podcasts in your car. This is like, this is very, this is 11 years ago. Really? You would oh, even, like listen to it in his garage, like on his computer. <laughs> I go, damn, I go. I don't know if I feel flattered or, or insulted. I'd be flattered. I mean, like, the, I feel like my cherry was popped when I made that guy walk out once. That was yes. We were playing Urban Legend. I know Urban Dictionary, and he's like, oh. I'm, I'm going to go wait in my car. You got to go listen back. It was, uh, man, January of 2016, I think. Well, I, I, maybe I'll do a little. <laughs> we'll do a special post on the ID84 page and the Packy page of that episode where. The, uh, the gentleman who was singing songs about a magic shop down in Quincy Square uh, was very, very offended by uh, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> you should do like a one, like just a collaboration of like maybe 45 minutes of the best moments. Yeah, I that think would it's definitely time. Be- you have enough material, dude. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I need a little Asian kid. Maybe the one who does my um my statistics for me for the my, my uh, for fantasy football could help me with uh, the cuttings of budget. There's literally hours. There's probably days worth of audio. That he has to like yep. go through to find like the key spots, because there was an, there was a couple situations where people walked out on the show before. There was this one girl; she walked out. She was very very liberal. For a liberal person, she was very offended by our liberal ideas. I guess we were just talking about whatever, and she's like, "I'm offended." She was like a feminist, and uh, she was like, "What I used to call the comedians who used to come into the show because like out of like one out of twenty people who said they were comedians who joined the show as a guest." were actually comedians. The other were like people were just like, ah, I'm just gonna do stand up once and call myself a comedian or like Mr. Powers, who hasn't done comedy in two and a half years. He still calls himself a uh, comedian, which I'm sure he could go and kill a crowd if he had an opportunity to. But he's gonna be like, oh, I can't do comedy now. Everything's shut down. Oh yeah, always an excuse. Yep. Always an excuse. He says he's gonna join us every week. He and he, he hasn't joined us yet. And it's not like, like once. It's not like he has to show up to the studio. He could literally just use his phone. Although he is struggling <laughs> with the text messaging these days. So I to operate Zoom may be a challenge for him. I wonder if that's making him more depressed, the fact that he's not, you know, figuring out technology. Please. Maybe that's what's I don't understand how you can't text anyone. So he was blaming my phone, then he was blaming Joey's phone, and then the, he was blaming the group. And then I'm like, well, there's like nine other people in the group text. Like, can you like text any of those people? Like, I think Ricky was right. My cousin, he says that he's using the Jitterbug phone. Maybe he can't do group texts on that. Maybe that's what happens. I think he's playing Snake. That's what he's Could doing. He's got an old Nokia. The old Nokia uh, 5100. The good old days. The good old days. So yes. speaking of good old days, in Nokia 5100s, is all kind of rums in. Um, Showcase Cinema in a, the fine town of Rivera going bye-bye. Do you see that, huh? That's right. Yeah, you, you kind of briefly talked about it. Yeah, that's uh, And there is a lot of land there. So, I mean, you said that an Amazon facility is uh, going there, right? It is so much land there. There is so much land there. When they built the new movie theater, they actually built it behind – or they built it in front of the old movie theater. So I don't – do you remember the old movie theater at all from back in the day? Yep. I do. So that was really, really close to the highway, and then they built the new state, this the uh, movie theater behind it. And do you remember, like a period in two thousand, you could actually walk through the new theater into the old movie theaters because they only had ripped down half the old theater, but it was still other half was still functional. 
I remember something like that. I remember I have a cinema right down here that also has a yeah, lot of land. So I was going to that one. But I do remember going. I did meet a few women at the Revere one. Women. You were 16 years old. Were you meeting women at the Revere movie theaters for back in the day? Sorry. But girl, <laughs> girls. Girls seems. Right, I yeah. mean, you could be meeting women there, too. I wouldn't hold that against you. That'd be pretty impressive. Yeah, I would meet this lady. She was 35. Well, there was that Red Roof Inn situation. So. <laughs> she, she, she got a babysitter for the night, and so I met her. I was in high school. We went down to the old showcase cinema. That showcase center was great. We used to go on. Uh, oh yeah, you know how close I live to that. Why well, I used to live close yeah, to that. Yeah. We used yeah. to literally like be hanging out all day and break into the back because the back doors of the old theater never closed very well. And all you needed was like a flathead screwdriver. So we would go over there like summer vacation, right? The movies would start at like eleven thirty in the morning. We'd go and just randomly pop open one. There was always these, these two theaters. The doors always open. We'd pop it, crack it open, and then once we were in, we we're in. And they started getting smart where they had a divider. So, like, you couldn't go to the right wing or the left wing of the theaters during the day because they had someone, like, two ticket people. So, you couldn't cross-contaminate. Uh, but, this was, so, this was, like, 1999. This was, like, when uh, Phantom Menace just came out, Star Wars, Episode One, And uh, we used to bust in there. And I must have seen that movie about 50 times at the movie theaters for free. Because, like, you figure it's hot out. It's 90 degrees out. You're 14 years old. Yeah. Air conditioning. All you got to do is get into one theater. And then you could spend the whole afternoon in the theater and just walk around all day. You just can't get, like, concessions and stuff because you can't leave to come back. But it's like, well, whatever. I'm just watching a free movie. Yeah. But uh, Alex Wallace in the house, he's a Revere guy. He'll, he'll remember the movie theater as well. But uh, it's a shame. A lot of firsts happened in that movie theater for me. Well, many, many well, firsts. It's going to be there. When's it officially shut down, though? It's going to be there through next year? Yeah, I think so. 2021, I think. Something late. Probably this time next year, they'll probably start closing it down because you figure they sold the land. It's going to take them some time to get the, the development going on and everything like that. So they're probably going to milk it for as much as they can. They sink, they sunk a lot of money into that theater in the last, like, four years for, like, the, the whole new uh, concept of the 4, 4D and the, the – oh, I mean, I don't – I guess they see the, the silver lining. They know that people aren't going to be going to the movies anymore, which is kind of sad because the movie experience is always a fun experience. I always enjoyed it. I still enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's a little – it's I, I, you can't get the same experience at your house. You know, you can buy all the technology you want, and yes, you have the privacy, and no one's gonna bother you. But yeah. like, there's something about the movie theaters that kind of gives you like a unique experience, and you're not gonna be able to emulate anywhere else. You know, I I agree with you when it comes to like action movies, like things you really want to see on a big screen or sci-fi, like Star Wars. Yes, yeah. But like, if it's a comedy, do I need to see that in the theater? No, but I mean, I used to go to the movies when I was in college every Friday afternoon. I, was, I went every Friday night. Yeah. Every Friday night during high school. I would get out of class like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, and I would shoot home and get to Revere around like 3. And I would go pop in and see a movie before then my night started. And I, I would see any movie. I would literally, I would either go to that showcase or I would go to um, the showcase at uh, Lowell near my college. And then I would sit there and I'd see a matinee. You get a matinee for like 6 bucks. And then nice. I literally would I would just I would see any movie that was available at that time. Like it didn't really matter. I would see I've seen some crap movies. I've seen some movies which I thought were gonna be crap movies that ended up being really, really good movies. Um one movie on the top of my head I can think about is um Confidence. You ever, remember, you ever see that movie Confidence has um uh what's his face? Ed Burns is in it. Um yeah. it's a bunch of bunch of con artists. And they the whole entire movie is them working other people to work a scam and at the end you finally figure out who is the actual scammers and who are the pawns in the group i, I, I see this cast yeah it's got george burn 2003 yep, yep. That sounds about right all right yeah that was a movie all that right. i went into and had no Nothing. idea what it was about 
And it was actually a really fucking good movie. I actually own it. I'll give you the MP4. Give me a a thumb drive. You can watch it. So I actually bought it. It was actually a good movie. Actually, I didn't buy it. I stole it on Netflix when you used to get the DVDs back in the day. I used to just rip them. I can watch it on my thing. Yeah, I'll flag this one. But uh, then there was like a movie I seen with like uh, Kevin Bacon called The Woodman or something like that. That was like an odd movie. And that wasn't very good. He was like a a kitty toucher that had a register and stuff. And it was him trying to get like acclimated back into society again like that it was it's kind of what weird. was the first movie you saw without a parent first movie i seen without the parent was the great white hype which was a rated r movie i was in sixth grade so obviously we had no right to be in the movie we had to get my, samuel jackson's in that one yep, seen that. we had to get my friend's sister who was 16 at the time to buy us tickets to another, well, so she was gonna buy us tickets, but then they they red flagged her like, "Why are you buying these tickets?" And they weren't gonna let us in. So that we bought tickets for like we, we typically would do when you're a kid, buy tickets for the theater next door. So we seen like there was like some cartoon playing next door. So we went to there. We went all the way down to the end of the movie theater. We waited it out for a few minutes, and we little by little tinkled into the the actual theater to see the Great White Hype. Was it horrible, but you were just happy to be in an R-rated movie without your parents? It felt yeah, cool. I don't actually... Like it was the first time I actually went to the movies without my parents, and I, do, yeah. I don't even remember the movie. I don't think I've ever seen the movie after that in my life. All I remember is it was rated out. We weren't supposed to be there. We, were, we told our parents we were going to see some, like, stupid movie, some, like, PG-13 movie or whatever. Well, actually, I don't think we could even get into, I think. So I don't know what movie we told we were seeing our parents. Um, but I did see my... I did go on my first date at that movie theater's. It was for the movie Romeo and Juliet. It was on a Thursday afternoon after school, like around like 4.30. Her name was Liz. She was a redhead. And um, it was uh, seventh grade. Okay. Yeah. She, Liz moved away sometime in the end of eighth grade. Um, she was... So this is the situation. She was friends with... My friend, we had a group of friends in North Revere, and we had one girl out of the group of us, and she was friends with that one girl, so we were all kind of like clicky. So we all kind of went in the group, and I remember I uh, was making out with her during the movie, Romeo and Juliet. That was with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio back in the day. It was, and Claire Danes, yes. Claire my, Danes, mine yeah. Was, uh, my first movie without a parent was Congo. Yep. And it was, the first movie I went on a date with a girl was Beavis and Butthead to America. Great movie. Great movie. Uh, Alex Wallace watching. Alex Wallace says, Show, Showcase Cinema Closing is a shame. I used to skip high school and hang out at the movies. And he also says he's newly single. So, Alex, we oh, have, shit. which is great. We have a guest coming on um, in about 30 seconds who may actually be able to help you with your newly single uh, society. We're going to ask her. If you have any questions for her, stay tuned. Her name is Penny Baba, an adult. She's trying, trying to pop in right now. She's ready to come. <laughs> she's ready to blow. <laughs> she's ready to blow. She's an adult oh actress. She is uh, supposed to join us last week, but something came up. She, she's joining us today. Um, let's uh, let's bring her in here. Bring her in. She's gonna join us. She's gonna pop in and join the shenanigans. And there she is. What a scene! Hey. I feel like I just logged on to some type of uh, film, if you will. <laughs> Can you hear us, buddy? It looks like she's stuck. Uh, oh, she's still, still connected. There you go. She's probably like, I did not suspe- I did not expect to be with these two guys right now. Not what I expected. But I do. I did, the, the scene looks, the way it's all set up very nicely. You know it's I mean? set up very nicely, I will yeah. say. 
But uh, hey. Alex Wallace, if you have any questions, please help us out. Penny, how hey. are you doing? Can you hear us? Hello. Penny. She's getting there. I think she's getting there. She's still connecting. Yeah. We'll, we'll wait this out. Yeah. The thing is... She might be able to hear us. She, yeah. The, the Zoom technology is getting there. She's like, this is not the show I signed up for. It's not. Like, who are these two jamokes? It's like, where's, where's Ryan Glover? <laughs> <laughs> so she's oh, con- God. She's connected to us. <coughs> COVID. You still get, that, mm. you still get that cough, huh? I do, but I I, don't, I hide it very well at work because I don't want it, I don't want Jonah yeah. to yell at me. You want to be in trouble for your over, your extensive coughing, you know what I mean? Every time you cough now, I worry that he's gonna yell at you. Can you? She's, she's looking at us like she can see us. I don't know if she can hear us. Can you hear us? Like we can't hear her. Let's see. Let me see if there's anything I can do with my end. It looks like she is. She's connecting. Yeah. She's got a check mark. I gave up on the nice hey, There we go. Right. There, there we are. go. Penny, how are you, you go. how are you doing tonight? Oh wait. We got you. Hello. Yep, we, we got, got you. We got you. Oh yeah, but it's through my What's easy for you? What's, what, what's going on? What, the, what's, people in technology, tell us. She's like a DJ. She's like, you know. She's like a DJ, yeah. She's mixing us <laughs> in. I'm trying to give you guys nice audio. How do we you guys sound good? How do you we sound good? How do we sound so far? I hope I sound that good. You guys are coming through well. Oh, you sound Hello. You, sound, you sound terrific. How are you doing tonight? Good. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Where are you uh, joining us from tonight? Um, my house. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, I assume so. But uh, geographically, uh, whereabouts? Uh, Oakland. In Oakland, California. California. Nice. How are things out in Oakland these days? <laughs> <laughs> from the news, it doesn't look too good. I mean, you know, there's like ash falling from the sky, yeah. which is like blood red, and it seems like a horror you know? movie, right? It's like the sky is like is literally like glowing orange. Um, yeah, you lost your football team. And I wouldn't know about that. I'll have to trust you on that. There you go. Your football team went to Vegas. In case you were okay. Keeping, so yeah. Um, <laughs> do uh, baseball fall baseball at all? They didn't do very well either. The A's. Why would I do no? No. So there you <laughs> Why go. Would so. I do that? So all the things in, in Oakland that that it, it doesn't really matter. Then I guess I guess it's all right. For doesn't you. matter. So I mean, gl- what are you doing these days? I mean, I was I, I filmed the sky when it was all red the other day, but um, no, I, I don't follow sports. So yeah. I'm glad that you guys enjoy them, but yeah, hey, whatever, just topical, you know. <laughs> so do you do most of your filming in Oakland, or do you uh, travel to other places? I know we talked to a lot of people in the past. Like their Vegas is their big uh, spot to go to do everything, or L.A. or that nature. I, I do go to Vegas and LA, but I mostly shoot. I, I mean, I, I mostly shoot for myself, but I do travel yeah. regularly. You know, you have to go where the work is, otherwise. Exactly. And I, I would, I would, I would assume to say that there is no lack of work uh, these days, especially with people no. home <laughs> alone all day. Jerking off, yeah. Basically, yeah. Instead of going for a coffee on their lunch break, they're going uh, to uh, the the interwebs for some entertainment. Good. So, <laughs> It's, it's more fun that way. Right? I'm saved. Relax the rest of the day, right? It's like, yeah. If you try doing that in your office, you'd probably get in trouble, I would imagine. Most places. Yeah. You know, now so. you're, you know, you're eating your cereal in the morning. You got your yeah. porn on the background. It's great. <laughs> 
There was a statistic, Adam. I think you brought this up a couple weeks ago about how uh, traffic on like the porn websites were up significantly at like at 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. Yeah, it was like some weird times. Like, don't people work? Like, what are they doing? Are they in their bathroom, like yeah. jerking off, like in, on their lunch break? Like, why can't people just wait till they get home? Like, is it that bad? Well, I'm thinking it's because people are working from home now, so they like they have nothing to do. Ah, you know I mean? that's true. So yeah. you're sitting there and you're supposed to be on a conference call and you're sitting there with your pants off, looking at your phone. On the other hand, and you got uh. <laughs> Streaming, uh, could be streaming Penny for for everyone else. You know what I mean? Good. Penny, are you originally from uh the Oakland area, or you are uh implants of the California? No, I I was born and raised in the uh, Bay Area. Oh, okay. Lifelong Bay. The king capital of the world. There's no reason to really leave. It's a nice area. I I did enjoy uh, my visits in uh. I've been to San Francisco. I've been to Oakland. I only went to Oakland briefly for a baseball game, but like you said, you probably didn't even know the stadium even existed over there. So <laughs> that's the only time I was ever in Oakland for. No, the Bay Area is really nice, though. It's uh, 65 all year round. You know, it's it's nice. You get a little rain, a little foggy in the morning, but, you know, it all burns up in the afternoon kind of thing. I guess in the city, yeah. Yeah. I mean, out here, it's it's nice. It's it's more like 72 all the time. But It's even better. Yeah. 72. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, good. You just got to stay away from the sharks, though, right? I hear there's a lot of sharks out there in the bay. The sh- oh, sharks. Yeah. Oh, we're, yeah uh, I think we have some great whites, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to know what's wrong with anybody who would go swimming in the bay here. It's gross. Yeah, it's kind of deep. <laughs> yeah. That's why the people didn't survive Alcatraz when they escaped. They, uh... <laughs> they got wiped away by the, the intenseness of the, uh, the Is bear. that what we're still known for, is Alcatraz? <laughs> That's what last time I checked. Well, community. you're known for a lot like... worse things than that, like the, the population of homeless people. Uh... Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, we, that, that's a fun fact, too. Yeah, I guess Gentrification. So. Yeah, no. It's, it's, it's Sorry. <laughs> it's the Bay. What are you going to do? Um, so how long have you been uh, in the industry for? I've been in the industry since 2003. Okay. So a very long time. A veteran, if you will, I guess you could say. I guess, yeah. Yeah. That's one of those industries, I, I think, that, uh, I mean, I guess you could you could find a niche no matter how old you are, right? I guess you could say, right? Yeah, everyone's, like, I remember when I first started and everybody was like, oh, you're going to age out of it. What are you going to do when you turn 24? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'll <laughs> go from being a barely legal to being a uh, trophy wife and then you move from trophy wife to MILF and you know just keep graduating how does being in the industry kind of like affect your your I'm always fascinated by like how people in this industry you know have their personal lives and like if they if they date inside the industry or they have their own person they date that's not involved like how like it's just it's just an interesting I could see like a lot of people being you know, getting involved romantically with somebody, but then not, you know, it's like, how does all those dynamics work out? You know, um, I have had one boyfriend who was in the industry who I broke up with. So he was just, you know, whatever. Um, but my husband is not in the industry, um, has never been in the industry, has never made me feel bad about it. Um, I think he just has really good self-esteem. <laughs> there you go. That's good. To, right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I hear about guys being really jealous and like insecure about it. And I, you know, my, my husband hears me talk about, you know, the sets. And even when I get along really well with my coworkers, he just knows that there's 
not a chance in hell that they're doing better than he is. So. Yeah. I guess it's a good thing, too. It's funny you say co-workers, too. I guess that makes sense. You know, like if me and Adam were talking about our co-workers, it would be a lot different story than the stuff we'd be doing than, than you would be doing, I guess. Yeah. yeah it's, it, but it's it's just as logical. It's, it's makes just sense. like somebody, if, if they got jealous of yeah. came home and you'd had a good day at work, anything else, I think it's silly. I mean, I know it's like a thing, and I know that most people feel that way, but I, I think it's ridiculous. It's actually a whole category of movie of, uh, of adult movies in that, of that of that sense. Oh, what, screwing your coworker? Yeah. Well, the okay. boss, co-worker, yeah, <laughs> there you go. I usually do more mommy stuff, but, you know. Oh, there you go. Like, and then, do, you know. do you have children? I'm a mom. Yeah, I'm an actual I'm mom. mom. That, I took a big break in the middle of my career. You'll see, like, a big gap, and that's when I was, like, pregnant and having kids. Now, how do you explain, I'm just curious now, like, how would you explain, like, because they're going to get older, and obviously everything on the internet never yeah. goes away. Like how I'm sure you've thought this over, like what you would say to them someday, because they're going to find out, you know, eventually. I think they will. Um, yeah. You know, people always ask this. And I remember when I first had them, I was really terrified. And I was like, oh, God, you know, because there's no resources. There are no resources for moms who do this, uh, this sort of thing. Because people don't like to think about it. Because, yeah. you know, why, why would you? <laughs> that would be really creepy. Oh. But, um, you know, the fact is that a lot of uh, sex workers, adult actors are mothers. And uh, I think, first of all, that I would be terribly ashamed of myself if I raised the kind of kid. I have two sons, and I would be terribly ashamed if they grew up and treated sex workers like they were less than and were giving them a hard time. And uh, I'm very proud to say <laughs> that I don't think either one of them is turning into that kind of man. So I think that they love their mother. You know, they know that I would do anything for them. You know, I think that they would be proud of me that I did well in a very competitive job. And um you know, I think if anybody said anything about it, they'd tell them to go fuck themselves and then punch them in the nose. So, there you you know. go. That's the best way to do it. Now, when you met your husband, did he know you worked in the industry or did you, it was just something that happened afterwards? Or were you with him before the whole? <laughs> no, I was not with him before. Um, what happened was, this is my second husband. My okay. first one, I thought he was going to work. Turns out he was renting a car and not going to work and instead going to fuck a 19-year-old in a hot tub with no oh. condom. Jesus. Oh, oh God. Well, that's a yeah, fun. Was, How do you do? Oh, you want you want a sherry on top of that? You want a sherry? Yes. I was nursing at the time and we had to get the baby tested for HIV. Oh my, oh, my God. God. Yeah. Jesus and so Christ. I was just like, you can't fix stupid. And Sounds like <laughs> so a real nice, a real nice guy right horrified. there. It's gross. Um and so, you know, after after that happened, I got on the phone with his crazy hot friend and was like, Hey, he just cheated on me. And uh, I've always thought you were very handsome. <laughs> Would you like to, you know? Whoa, whoa, back? whoa, whoa. It was a dude? Yeah. Oh, Wait. I missed oh, that one. No, 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 no. I think you misunderstood. No. You're my husband, my ex husband was with a girl. No, no. Okay. I got on the phone with my husband's friend oh. who I thought was hot. Okay, I thought you, oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were right. getting on the phone right. of the 19-year-old. Yeah. That's what I thought, yeah. Oh, okay, God, no. Okay. No. Oh, no, she, right I mean, I did talk to her, but she's... Okay, uh, okay. She's, I mean, he, he messed up with her, too. He yeah. treated her horribly as well. But anyway, um, no, I got on the phone with my husband's friend. We all gotcha. played D&D together, but he was, like, more my husband's friend, you know? Yep, yep. He was just so handsome, and he was, like, an activist, and he was, like, in really good shape, and he, like, you know, volunteer-taught martial arts to kids on the weekends, and just, like, he's really just a great guy. 
and I, you know, and now he's, now we're married. <laughs> oh, wow. So that was his friend. Oh, there you go. That's a little curve to the story. Yeah, so right I married his hot friend. So <laughs> now, do you, do you still, well, obviously you have a kid with the ex-husband. Yeah, so they're you, both from the first marriage. So you still got to see him. I mean, I don't ever have to look at him. That's true. <laughs> you know, his, uh. His new partner, he uh, <laughs> drops off the kids and, you know, picks them up and everything. Whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I guess you just yeah. adjust when situation yeah, occurs. Yeah, that's yeah. so what you got to do. Dwell on a situation like that. Well, that's an interesting story, huh? Jesus yeah. Christ. Why was he, I'm curious, why was he renting a car? Like you said, oh, because <laughs> I would notice if he took ours, you know. I, oh, ah, I see. You know, because he could bike to work. And if he's taking the car to, like, go make a 10-minute bike ride, I would be like, what are you doing? So. Yeah. It was just, it was just like, you know, it's just an extra insult that I was paying, you know, out of our joint account for him to yeah, spend no, it's, you know. which is fucked up. Not to open, uh, open wounds again, but, uh, how, 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 how long, <laughs> how long did it go on for? Like, in, oh, until you, you got caught? Uh, I think it was like a few months. The thing was, he'd been trying for a long time to yeah. cheat on me. Okay. And, you know, girls, you know, he wasn't the best looking guy. You know, people just kept saying no. Uh, so <laughs> he'd been trying for a while and I think it had only been like, Maybe like three months. I don't know. I've never even really thought about it. I don't care. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Too long. <laughs> Fuck him, right? There you go. Yeah. Move on to the next. I think that's a pretty ballsy move calling the friend up, though. That's pretty boss right there. Like saying, hey. Oh, you it? haven't seen him, though. He was worth it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure. It was. Uh, oh, he's beautiful. I mean, that's <laughs> like, really his friend. That, <laughs> that's no loyalty to him. <laughs> I don't care. What, now, how did he. Re- I'm assuming they're not friends anymore, right? Because I've just been no, really God, awkward no. for everything, right? No, they're not. <laughs> That's like I think I think that's the ultimate fuck you move right there. You, that you, if well, what is what's he gonna say? He threw me away with both hands. Oh yeah, know? no, it's I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying you didn't do anything wrong. I think that's a pretty badass move right there. That's uh, you literally. That's that's how you steal it. That's how you steal it right there. Kick him to the curb, then bang his <laughs> no, best you friend. Did nothing wrong. He did by screwing over his friends. That's all. That's that's what he, more I don't is. care. Yeah. There's a lot I of stuff, care. but hey, whatever. You move on. You're happy, right? It's all that matters. From that end, that's from you, no. But for for that, yeah. Really? Would you like feel like loyalty to a guy that did that? I mean, he risked infecting his baby with AIDS. That's fucked. Well, yeah, that's fucked up. That's pretty gross. But I would never, I would never steal my someone who was my friend's girl. Like I guess. that's just, I would never, because they're my true friend. Because that that means he was never really loyal to him. That's what that well, means. Well, I don't. I don't think that he needs to be loyal to him. I'm well, not loyal you should to be. Like you that. should be loyal. You should be loyal to your friends because they're your friends. Well, maybe they were, they were. How good of friends were they? Were they just like acquaintances? And they or? must not have been good friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I we played D and D together like every week. But <laughs> they didn't really like hang out outside uh, of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like he was the best man at your wedding. No, like. Oh, all right, all right. Just yeah, like acquaintance, different. right? Yeah. I mean, that's not too bad. Like, like we saw him regu- We saw him all the time, but. Yeah. Uh, they weren't like texting each other. Ah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's fair game. That's a little right different. Yeah. Also, I mean, I don't know if, if whatever. If the situation had been reversed, I don't know. I don't particularly feel like I want to be super loyal to somebody who did something like that. I mean, again, he didn't treat me particularly well, yeah. so obviously he yeah. didn't value me. So you said you got into the industry after you've met your uh, before you met your husband, or after you met you met your current husband, or before. Before, much before. Yeah. Okay. So obviously. He, I, I got into it when I was 18. So. Gotcha. Okay. So the entire time, they, they, they know the situation. It's like a job for you. It's like going to, you know. Yeah, po- they knew. The post office. He so, knew. Yeah. So I guess you got to have some sense of, uh, like you said, you got to have some security. You have to be secure for yourself because you know what the, 
Interesting. And it's like one of those things, right? I can imagine it's almost like you're leaving your work at the door, but then you go home and it's a whole other situation, right? So it's like, it's not like you're, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, yeah, trying, I I'm, I'm trying to compare it to something like, uh, you know, like, uh, like, I don't know, yeah, help me, like you're a cook at a restaurant, right? But then you go to go home and cook, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not the same thing. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's like you're having sex and then you go home to your partner. It's like, do you yeah. still want to keep having sex? Like, it seems like it would be kind of rough sometimes. But maybe you well, could. Sometimes after a long, long day, but you know that's that's not usual yeah really you know like i don't i don't usually spend like you know a 14 hour day on set like that's yeah. that's abnormal and no on those days no but i wouldn't want to wouldn't want to have sex after doing anything for that long. <laughs> no i can imagine it's same thing you wouldn't want to go home and cook you know italian food if you've been cooking chinese food all day for 18 hours so it's the same no. thing yeah it's like probably the, not no i can <laughs> you can all relate at some point just a different type of op- occupation yeah, I do. I mean, I think that we have sex more than average, at least according to according to the internet statistics that I've looked up. But um, yeah, no, it's nice. It's it's great. I mean, we have better sex. You know, I have we have sex more often than I did with my ex husband, more than he did with his ex. You know, it's, it's nice. Has your husband have any interest of ever jumping into the industry or doing anything with you as a kind of? No, no, no. he has a a job where he could not do that and he's really dedicated to his career so yeah. it would be very bad for him there you go. <laughs> you'd have to give it all up what is it you've obviously been in this industry for a while now so that means you must really enjoy it like what what is it about this industry that you just you love so much i mean other than the obvious you're just liking sex i mean <laughs> i noticed a lot of your videos too like they have a lot of kind of like role play a lot yeah, of yeah they're weird <laughs> yeah, no but they're, they're interesting they're, they're probably more interesting than a lot of videos that i've seen because at least there's something in them is like something going on it's kind of it's interesting. It's like, what's going to happen next? Like, what's this next video? What is this? You know what I mean? So, I mean, you obviously have a little bit of a little flavor here because you have like, you know, the, all these different kind of videos. But like, what is it about the industry itself that you really kind of uh, enjoy the most? I do like that it keeps me on my toes sexually. Like there's always something new happening, you know, something, um, you know, like I'm getting to do a, a squirting workshop coming up. Like I would not have learned to squirt if I had not been a cam girl. Well, uh, you can shot. learn to squirt. I thought that was just yeah. like a thing some people just can naturally do and others can't. No, just... no. I never used to do it. I never used to do it. And then when I was I was webcamming on like Kink Live, uh-huh. like in like 2012 or something, yeah. like this guy, he was like, Oh, let me take you private. I'm gonna teach you how to squirt. I teach all the new girls how to squirt. And I was really? like, What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like you're gonna teach me how to squirt. That's not real. It's like but, a flick of the wrist or something like that. Like a, like your in a nutshell, yeah. How do you squirt? <laughs> you, want to, you want me to tell you how you do it? Because okay, it's very yes, different. How does a woman shell. squirt? And there's people okay, listening, probably so dying to know too. He he got me on a you know a, a fucking machine, and it was just going and going. He left me on it for a long time, <laughs> and he was. It is what it sounds like. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, you know, and I was on there for a long time and finally, and it was, it's great. I was greatly enjoying myself. And finally he was like, you know, every time you, uh, climax, you're tightening up, you know, you're like, <gasps> like this, like, yeah. and he's like, don't do that. Relax. Mm. And I was like, how do you relax through an orgasm? But you can, and that's how you squirt. You have to just ah, like, like, let it go. You have to be like, oh, like that. And just like, let go. And just like, and it, it just happens naturally because, you know, he, he told me to do that. And mm. I was like, that's crazy. And he was like, just do it. And I did. And it immediately happened. It happens all the time. I feel like this is the same thing a pitching coach tells a pitcher to do. You know, he's going to relax through your ice. You know, <laughs> just relax. Like, oh. Don't overthink it. Just throw it. <laughs> so now you just do it all the time now, I guess. Right. You yeah. Do it just like, yeah, yeah I did it this morning. <laughs> it's great. <laughs>
there you go. I like how there's a workshop for it though. I think that's very interesting. Like there's like a is there a workshop for other things too? Like it's like instructional like kind of techniques if you could bring home to your wife and be hey listen let's work on this. Yeah, like kink.com does a lot of them. Um, I always get called in for the squirting workshops mm. for, for some reason. But um, yeah, there's like anything. Like I used to demo for like spanking classes and like there's like role play classes. I used to teach some of those myself. Um, I used to teach a class on like erotic embarrassment and like sexual humiliation. So that's fun. But yeah, sexual, anything that you might. What, what is exactly you know? sexual humiliation? What is exactly that? It's not as bad as it sounds. I find that most guys that say that they're into sexual humiliation, what they just mean is they just kind of like want a certain dynamic. Okay. Um, like, let's say you have like, I, I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to swear. On you can show. do whatever like, you can say, whatever you want. want. Go all okay, the way out. So you, you have your cock out basically. Okay. And instead of being like, oh, it's so big, I'd be like, oh, look at it. It's so cute. Oh, is it standing <laughs> up so strong? <laughs> you know. Like, sounds like prom night. Awesome. <laughs> so it's, it's a little embarrassing. It's just a different feeling, mm. I guess. You know, it's just, just okay. a different wavelength. That, you know, some people like it. I guess that makes sense. And yeah, I guess some people get off on that stuff. Like, yeah. To, oh, be, yeah. to belittle them and they get, they kind of get excited. Like, hey, whatever. Yeah. Because it's like focusing all their attention on you, yeah. and it's just you know. It's, it's it probably it's probably based on some like adolescent situation that happened when they were younger that they kind of just kind of adapted to. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Probably. Who knows? Yeah. Their own. Whatever <laughs> makes them happy, I guess. At the end of the day, right? But the word glass. I mean, that's pretty interesting. Uh, sexual humiliation. Adam, you ever participate in anything of that nature? No, I, I never have. <laughs> well, no, but I do, I do have to ask my question that I ask every adult film actress we have on because I am fascinated by it and I just don't understand. How do you feel about foot fetishes? I think <gasps> they're the, another one that loves it. I don't understand. I think feet are just... Why? Who doesn't? It's innocent. Here's the thing. It's innocent. If you like feet, that's fine. It's all good. The it, there's toe. a lot of worse things out there, but like... I just find feet like to be disgusting because they're in a what? cloth that's in a shoe all day. I disagree and 100% the thought of with that him. Just, it's just disgusting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I, yeah. but like, oh. what, what is it about feet? I'm always fascinated, though. Like, what is it about feet that you love? Oh, it? God. You just love it. You're <laughs> like the third one that's like. Don't you like, like, I mean, do you like the way that women smell? Like, oh, yeah. You know, yes, I like the way women smell, but not after uh -huh. their not that their foot's been wrapped in a in a sock all day. And... Well, you and I are different then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you maybe you just came out of the shower and, and you know, like that. after a soccer game when she takes that long oh, no. knee sock off. Mm. <laughs> no, I like to like st I like you know what I like to do is when my husband's working from home and he's like doing a Zoom meeting. I like to get on all fours and he just like puts his feet on my back. Yeah, and I'm just like just like a little footstool for him. I love that so really? much. I love the way men's. I like men's feet too. I love the way they smell. I love like how they're so big and like my feet are so tiny and girly, and their feet are just like masculine. You know, that's not yeah. sexual though. That's oh not yes, sexual. it is. It's sexual dimorphism. Like you know, you don't like things that are like really. You don't like big tits. You know, like those aren't inherently sexual, but you know, it's like they they're oh they're so feminine. You know, like and like big feet are so masculine, or like a big beard or like anything that, that they have that just like signals this is like a masculine body you know okay no that makes more sense to me i'm, I'm talking about more like sucking toes and like playing yeah. toes and vaginas and like oh, I'm sure. just, foot jobs <laughs> gotta, have the, gotta have the foot job every once in a while i always find that fascinating fascinating very fascinating you could actually degrade someone by saying how small their feet are 
You know what I mean? Really make them upset. Like, you have the smallest feet I've ever seen in my Look life. Look at your toes. I should do that. <laughs> yeah, they, That's a like, good idea. Thank but, you. But I thought I had nice feet. <laughs> I like it. You call that a big toe? It looks like a pinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a nice construction worker after he's been working on a tall building all day, taking off that work boot. Is that something that mm. you would, I mean, you seem to have no, uh, no restrictions. Oh, God. I'd stick my face in that boot. I swear to God. <laughs> I would like. Good. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Jesus. No, I love doing that. Like you just get your Hitachi and just, well, you just have your face in it. And it's just like smells just like male everywhere. I love it. Yeah. I, I would just rather take a girl's t-shirt or something and smell it and sleep next to it. I'm kind of like that. Uh, I'm all, oh, cute. They're all good options. They're all good options. Like, I don't know, but that the, the sock and the feet just a little, unless it just came out of the shower maybe More for me, I like to, i'll massage i'm good at massaging i'll massage feet that's fine but I'm not you, gonna you are a masseuse I, I no i was a massage therapist Massage therapist. i'm sorry uh-huh. he just jerked off the guys he didn't really give him the no. <laughs> <laughs> erotic massages i'm sorry so adam you you have a question you usually ask all the, the girls to come on the show you gonna ask it tonight or you want me to ask you can ask which one is it. What do, you, <laughs> what do you do in your spare time? Yes. Oh, yes. Like, what do you do besides porn? Yes. Like, what do you do for fun? What is Penn obviously like you have a family, fun? you have kids and stuff like that. So besides that, like, what do you do for I a do. hobby? Like, what do you do? Like, you know, obviously not sports because you didn't know Oakland had a football <laughs> team that wasn't there. No, I, I do a lot of stuff actually. Um, one of the things I do is I actually do make movies. Like, I make weird art movies. Okay. Um, I like to watch weird art movies. Um, I I do calligraphy. Uh, what else do I do? Awesome. You said so I just the, like anything. Like I, I do play catch with my kids and stuff. Like I like yeah. to play sports. I just I don't like to watch. Do you, do you, you said you the ex was playing D and D all the time with the. Uh, do you did you play D and D as well or is that? Uh, I did. Yeah. I did for years, but like I'm I'm finally over it. Like I just don't have time in my life anymore to sit down for like eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's very intense you know, sometimes. There are other things I'd rather be doing with that time now. I agree. You know? Yeah. But like yeah. it was fun. I look back on it fondly. You know. When I was in college, there was this group of kids who used to play all the time, and they used to go to this like card shop and be there till like four in the morning yeah. playing, like oh, yeah. really in, de- in, in depth, in depth, you know. Just... Yeah, it's. I mean, it's Forever. something to do. But hey, listen, it's, uh, there's other things to do as well. But uh, mm-hmm. so while we have you on, we're uh, getting close to the to the hour mark. But um, where can people see you? Where, where are you plugging? What's uh, what's going on in the the world of Penny plugging? Baba? Uh... You can always go over to kink.com to do my squirting workshop that's coming up. I think it's called like Squirt Inducing Success Secrets or something. I'll be there. You can go to pennybarberfilms.com if you want to see my like weird art movies that I'm doing. I'm on Twitter at Pam. You know, Twitter is the best. Yeah. You know, everything kind of trickles through Twitter. You know. You go. Oh my God. Back to the squirting workshop just for one second here. Okay. <laughs> like, do you have like a demonstration where you're like, all right, everybody, I'm going to show you? Like, like, do, or. <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm just so curious. Everyone like, puts a poncho like... on in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all, they're all different. This is um, the first time I'm doing is with, uh, with this actor um, or teacher presenter, uh, Dan Arama. Do you, do you guys know him from pink.com? He's like an older no. guy, white hair. Sounds familiar. Okay. Um, well, anyways, he's teaching it and he was like, Hey, you squirt. Do you want to do this? And I was like, sure. So yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna do a demonstration. He's gonna like make me squirt, you know, only, open my yeah. pussy up, show it off, you know. If only my college classes were that excited. Jesus. 
It'll be fun. I like it. So if you are out there and you want to learn how to make someone squirt, or if you're a female who is watching the show, if you want to learn how to squirt, then there you go. This is your opportunity to uh, learn there firsthand. It is. Yeah, we'll walk you through it. And we already gave you a sneak preview tonight. You just relax, like you said, right? Relax. Just relax. Your... Just relax. <laughs> Sit back and relax. That's all you got to do. Mm. You oh, know, well, relax, be hydrated. Well, Penny, thank you very much for joining us tonight. It's been pleasure talking yeah, to thank you thank you so very, much very for interested. having me and everything i appreciate it yeah and we'll hope hopefully we'll have you on soon i want to hear more about some of these workshops you're doing soon later on so it'd be very interesting to find out what other new techniques we can learn <laughs> i hope you uh i hope you get a chance to work it out on somebody i'm gonna try soon. i'm gonna try well, <laughs> thank you again penny you have yourself a good night bye Jeez. oh man all right, Penny well, Bob, everyone. Well, that was interesting. She, uh, the, the the workshop is what got me right there. Yeah, I feel like um, there's a couple of things that got me, but yeah, that was one of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's a, it's it's instructional, right? It's uh, you know, it's something we all could use, yeah. I guess, right? I don't know if you're into that. It's a good technique though. Just relax though. So all the ladies yeah, no. watching tonight, all you got to do is re that's step one. Relax. There's that, and then there's the whole thing where, okay, I could understand revenge and, like, yep. sleeping with your friend, his friend, to get back at him, yeah. but then end up fucking marrying him? That, that, that's, 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 a, that's a trump card right there. That's, like, you know, there's been plenty of revenge stories where you go, and obviously the girl, like, like the movie Major League, right? She, the uh, wife of the, uh, what's-his-face, dresses up and seduces uh, Charlie Sheen and bangs him. And uh, right. it's just a revenge bang, and that's all it was. It was just to say, hey, I, I seen you cheating, so now I'm going to bang someone on your team. And it was what it was. But then to turn around and marry the person is quite the, uh, that's quite the fuck you right there. Beyond Little ancestral. To, I don't know if I could go into that path, you know what I mean? No, because that means you got to really like them, unless she's really committed to revenge. Well, maybe she did. Maybe because, I mean, there's, been <laughs> there's probably been times in your life where you've dated a girl and her friend was more of your type than the girl you've dated, maybe? No? Is that ever happened? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see and that. And probably been, happened. you probably thought, like, for years, you know, I'd probably be better off if I was with the friend rather than the girl I'm with. And, you know, maybe, uh, you know. But there's a lot of, like, uh, red tape that goes through marrying them. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that have to go down for you to, like, it's one thing to say, yeah, I wish I was dating that girl rather than the one <laughs> I was dating. But then to somehow get through all that red tape and to marry. Actually, that did happen when I was a lot younger. But the thing was, this was before, like, the Internet kicked in. Yeah. Right. We're still, like, kind of young teenagers. And, like, she moved. And, like, when you moved away back then, dude, even if it was oh, only, like, two towns over. Gone. Never gone. to be seen of again. <laughs> It, you, literally, it's it's funny that you said that, too, because this for people I became friends with on Facebook over the years that, like, I was friends with in elementary school that had moved away. And, like, you're right. I, I didn't get in touch with them for, for almost 15 years later because you're right. Once you were, when you were a kid, you could move to the next city over, a mile away. You were yeah, gone off the – you might as well have been on a different planet at that point. You know what I mean? You were lost, and no one ever seen you again. And, like – very few people stayed in touch. Like, you know, one, maybe you were really, really good friends. But I had friends who were like, yeah, moving, and then <sighs> disappeared. Never seen them again in my life. Yeah. I had friends who moved, and then maybe, like, I'd go over their house once mm -hmm. or twice after that, and then, yeah, basically gone. Yep. Interesting. Why were we talking about that? What happened? 
<laughs> we're getting all bring, bring me back um, we're, we're, like when you say like when people leave and go away like well so why, why did you bring that up <laughs> you had a point to make i know you, you, you were going somewhere with it i just was very curious where this was going about a girl maybe that a friend well yeah okay i mentioned a girl because i say because i said that yeah that happened with a girl that i used to know because oh you were talking about friends and how maybe there was a friend that you were more interested in yeah oh yeah that's right yes 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 and then okay. before the Oof. internet yes okay we're back we're coming we're, we're back on the trail <laughs> <laughs> the plane's we're, di- we're diving we're pulling back up we're going getting older yeah so what was the point no, my point was that like there was this girl who was a friend of the girl that I liked. Okay. But like, and I wanted to get with her, and I was oh, trying to get with her. But you couldn't because of no techno. Okay, it makes sense. And then I realized I was better with her, and then she moved. And she moved, and then she ended it. Okay, that makes sense. And, and it was over. Like, yes. I, and the girl I was with, like, I broke up with her, and I couldn't get in touch with her. Terrible, with right? Yeah. Over. I remember I years. Was in Iraq. I was uh, I was it was this girl years ago. I got her number, and I called her up, and her sister picked up the phone. And was like, you can't talk to her. Then hung up the phone. And that was the end of it. And it took like seven years before I ran into that girl again. I was working at the Square One Mall at the Albon Pan. And she walked by. She was living in Saugus. So like literally the next town over, right? Oh, okay. She walks by and I look at her and I go, you're familiar. And we started talking. We realized who each other were. And I'm like, she's like, oh, you never called me. I go, I called you and your sister told me not to call you back seven and a half years ago. Then we dated for a little Man. while. But that was about it. It was never meant to be. It would have been meant to be. It would have been meant to be. You know what I mean? Not, but that's, but, that sucks. But, but we had, the closest thing we had to something of that nature was, uh, I would say, probably turn of the century. I guess we're talking like old people. 2000-ish AOL, Instant Messenger, right? Or Yahoo Chat. When you met someone, you could at least, uh, you know, if someone moved from high school, you could still talk to them a little bit through the chat. You know what I mean? Because it's funny, because there was these girls that me and uh, Doubleback knew from elementary school. They were twins, these two girls. And they had moved to Florida um, when we were in fourth grade, okay? So now fast forward. This is 1994 they moved. We fast forward to 2003, our first spring break. So they're living in Jacksonville, Florida. We had started talking to him like a couple of years prior to that because of AIM. For some reason, um, we were able to, we had friends that were still friends of him that were talking on Instant Messenger and stuff. And then yeah, I got an Instant Message one day and it's like, oh, it's Crystal from, you know, do you remember me? I'm like, oh, yeah, I dated your cousin, all this stuff. And so me and Baloba, Doubleback, went down to um, hang out with him down in Florida on spring break for like, we went to a Sonic and we had like a burger on our way down to like our final destination. But, like, that was really rugged because, like, that was odd for the times because we still had to have numbers. You couldn't text message. We depended on plans we made on AOL Instant Messenger days ahead. It was like almost not having GPS in a car. Like, how could you... I don't even know how I got to Florida without GPS in 2003. Wait, you could have used a printer and printed out a map. Well, we did. We we actually had maps. But like, to yeah, like, like map quest, that was a big deal. But like, like that's fine to get you to a, a regional area, right? I could get to Fort Myers from Boston by just following the map. But once I get into Fort Myers, how do I know where I'm going? I have to get a map of Fort Myers and open it up, and you know what I mean? We we should do a test one day, and you and me drive to just somewhere in Connecticut and see without GPS and see if we can make it and see how long it takes. That'd be interesting. We might be able to do that. It just we should. We will pick a city. 
Uh-huh. And then the only thing we have to our ability is old school roadmaps. Let's and, go to like Hartford. Yeah, let's go one. Well, Hartford's kind of like easy. A, it's a major city. Yeah, it's easy. We have to pick like yeah. a town like 25, 30 minutes east, west, north, or south from Hartford. And then we have to figure out, right, we know you take this route, but once we get to this route, and we have to like pinpoint a regional area and see if we can do it by just looking at maps. No internet. Yes. And see if we can successfully but do it. Before we leave, though, we'll just look at the ETA and how long it should take. Yes. Right? And yeah. then we begin our journey and see how long it takes without GPS for us to figure it out. And we call it I have a feeling I'm going to feel embarrassed. It sounds like a little uh, a little mini mo- a documentary on the Packy YouTube page that could be done. Let's right? do it. I'm, I'm game. Very Let's do it uh, before it gets uh, snowy. Before, yeah, before it gets snowy. Speaking of snow, we have a rapper coming on. Um, 8.50, he's supposed to be joining us. It's uh, 8.50. Well, speak of the devil. Wait, how late are we going today? He just joined us right now. This is it. This is how our last guest going? tonight. Uh, probably to like uh, quarter past nine tonight. Oh, so if you're watching okay. on Facebook. He's joining us right now. See if he can get in with us. We were just speaking about him. It's Grimmy. Or Grimy, I think he goes by. Grimy, right? Or Grimmy? <laughs> there he is. Or would you prefer to be called by your legal name? I can hear you, but we can't hear you. Let's can you see. hear me now? Now we can hear yep. you. How you doing, brother? What's going on? Yeah. We're still getting the Zoom thing down. There you go. Now we can hear you. <coughs> Loud and clear. Sorry, can you hear me now? Yeah, there we go, bro. How you doing? How you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. How you guys doing? My headphones are acting up, and then my speaker is acting up too because I have a cracked screen. So I can get it fixed. That's never, never a fun thing. Were you on your phone? I'm assuming. Yeah, always. There you go. Right. Yep. It's a, it's a, it's grimy, right? Or is it grimy? Yeah, definitely. It's grimy. Okay, yeah. I'd say grimy. Grimy. Grimy sounds grimy. right. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. I'm looking at notes here that I haven't really put together very well. So I'm literally just hanging on. Okay, good. So we all on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Why is this? I'm very confused right now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but you're what? Troy. Yes, I'm yes, Troy. Yes, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Ryan no, said a bunch of information that's all over the place right now. All right. Yeah. So you're the author. Yes, I'm okay, the author. Okay, yes. The other one are right in the book. All right. That makes fun sense. Mm-hmm. Adam, we were totally confused. We got the wrong information. Okay. <laughs> Gr- Grammy's apparently joining us next week. And I oh, seen oh, Troy okay. pop up when you joined us. I was like, Troy, but like, that, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm really confused right now. So, Troy, Troy, where are you joining us from tonight? I'm from Wilmington, Delaware, but I reside in Atlanta now. Oh, that's a that's a whole that's a different world right there. Where Del- are you guys at? We're up in Boston. Boston, got it. I haven't been up north in a while. I'm not gonna lie. I've how- been down south for a minute. I was gonna say, how long you been down there for, Atlanta? Two years. Okay. Do you like it better than Delaware? Uh, I feel like it has more opportunity. Yeah. To be honest, that's like the main difference. More to do too. Delaware is like a transit state. I always, I always figure you, you pass through yeah. state. You know what I mean? It's a lot like, of people say that. A lot of people say that it only takes two hours to get through. But there's parts of Delaware that like that like no one knows about. I took a. I, I had to go to uh, last summer. I drove through the entire length of Delaware through mm-hmm. the, by the ocean, going towards like uh, yeah, uh, what do you call it? Maryland, like Ocean City, like yeah, that area there. there. 
Yeah. It was actually really nice. But like no one knows about that pot Delaware. They only know that pot up there at Wilmington that goes through like where that yeah, Delaware that's where Bridge, I'm right? From. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm from Wilmington. I'm like fifteen minutes away from Philly. I was gonna say, right? Like yeah. Yeah, but like you said about the beaches, a lot of people don't know about it, but the celebrities do. That's the funny thing. Yeah. Like Ben Roethlisberger, Tyreek Evans, and like people like that have houses down there. It's a it's a beautiful area. It's like the yeah, little, like little it's, it's some of the best beaches in the country. Like just doesn't get the recognition though. No state income tax too in Delaware, right? There's a tax yeah, that no really cheap there, right? No taxes. It's, it's, it's a little hidden track. Don't tell too many people because then all of a sudden you have all these people <laughs> moving out of Delaware, but. Yeah, honestly. What uh, brought you down to Atlanta? Uh, For school at first, but then I just started working instead. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta's a nice uh, town. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, Always something to do. I'm not used to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been, we, I was down there for the Super Bowl a couple years ago. It was, it was, yeah. I mean, I, I probably, believe it. It's, I've probably been down there a few times. Every time I've been down there, it's always, yeah, you can say you're right. There's always something to do. It's crazy. Have like, you, you could go outside and there's be a... Just a party, like passing out flyers. You know, somebody's gonna tell you about. It's just crazy. Have you been to um, the underground? No, I haven't yet. I haven't I been. Haven't. We had a guest a couple weeks ago on who's um, mm-hmm. from Atlanta. When we, I asked her, she goes, "Well, you you probably wouldn't want to go to the underground by yourself. You probably need an escort, someone to take you there because it gets a little <laughs> shady down there." Which I agree, one hundred percent. I don't think I want to go poking around there without knowing someone who knows what they're going on down there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most of the clubs around here are be- are like that, honestly. Mm-hmm. But like, if you if you're locked in with the right people, it'll be fun. Like, I used to party promote a lot, so I met a lot of people through that. How about Magic City, where they have those fabulous wings that all these professional athletes yeah, seem to be just honestly, going there? <laughs> Lou Williams. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he took a whole trip there. It's worth it. I'm gonna lie, it's worth it. Me and Adam are actually planning a trip down to Atlanta just to check out uh, the wings. Lemon pepper wings. I hear they're the, the the balls. Yeah, they really are. Most of the food is. Yeah, you wouldn't eat at a strip club in Massachusetts. I'm gonna put it out there right now. It's not something you would do up here. <laughs> it's like down south. You can eat food at a strip club or a gas station. Either one. Like gas station. Oh, I've, I've seen gas station. I'm not gonna lie. Man. No. You can get some good meals out here. I'm not gonna lie. Gas station. I, I won't pass judgment if you're saying so. I'm not. I'm not from there. I mean, so if you're saying it's yeah. good. It's good. You know. Yeah, I've been there long enough to even try it. Cause at first I was hesitant, but then. It grew on me. I'm not gonna lie. I seen some ga- gas station barbecue joints that were like really, really good. Yes, all the time. Like honestly, on every intersection mm-hmm. <laughs> out here. Great. How do you pronounce your last name? Oglesby. Oglesby. It's, okay. Yeah, it's tough. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of people get it wrong on the first try. Oglesby. I'm curious, as as someone who likes to likes to write, you know, in this whole COVID thing, like mm-hmm. has it has it kind of helped you in terms of writing because you just have the mm-hmm. time. Honestly, in two ways. Yes, just because I had the time. But honestly, it was motivational for me to write off of that. Like, it was my inspiration in the first place. Like, all the events of 2020, all together, that's what helped me write the book in any way. And the latest uh, book is uh, Rebel Rules, right? Is what I'm looking yep. at right here. Right, yeah. Yep, that's uh, it. I'm reading the, uh, the thing for it. And I know, I know it's not, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of Rambo. Like in my head, because it's like yeah, a guy in the head. That's what I wanted. Like comes home is a little justice. I know it's probably deeper than that, but just on the yeah. surface a little bit, it sounds. No, I like that. You know, like it sounds that. a little bit like Rambo. Yeah. yeah. What got you started writing? Was it something you always did, or was it something that kind of you had? I guess something happened to you that inspired you to start <laughs> writing. It was like 
as a kid, I wrote a book for myself, but I never published it. It was just for practice and just in my free time. But it's like, as I grew older, I was like, especially with the events of all this year, like the pandemic and everything motivated me to do it. So I was like, off of this, I was like, it's an idea in my head. So let me just do it. Mm -hmm. Let me just start writing. And just it came together. I feel like the silver lining of the whole pandemic is going to be a lot of like autistic material is going to come out. Yeah, next like, few months because like you, you said, you're stuck indoors. You can't do nothing. So you mm-hmm. you know, in order to pacify the time, a lot of people just use their uh, natural talents to you know either make music, to yeah. write, to do something, and obviously that takes mm-hmm. some time. I think 2021 is actually going to be a very autistic year for a lot of materials going to come out. Me too. You know? Me too. Because a lot of people were inside talking about like. I'm picking up a new hustle to make money off of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like they don't absolutely. have anything else to do. So it's like, let me try this. Let me try that. Everybody's creativism is going crazy right now. <laughs> it's one of those things you wouldn't ordinarily do. If you're working a nine to five and you were at work all the time and, you know, you yeah, spend time, exactly. right? Now you can't, people can't mm-hmm. work. People are stuck at home. It's the best opportunity. We, we, have, mm-hmm. a, we have a friend that probably could have capitalized on this, Adam and I, but uh, he just didn't. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, exactly. Tell us he's, it's like, it's always time consumption. It depends mm-hmm. like, on everybody's schedule. But like you said, for most, for the most part, a lot of people have free time. So you can't it's find, always something new. And time's valuable, and you can't get that. You know what I mean? So Facts. You got to take advantage Facts. of it when you get it, you know? But the tough part is, like, when you have time off, it's, like, to do mm-hmm. to do it, right? So it's like, yeah, you just know, do you want to sleep? Do you want to go see, you know, pick up a... Girl somewhere, go to the club, yeah. you know, go to Magic City, you want some wings, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, make sure yeah. you budget your time. You seem young, though. How old are you? I'm 19. Oh, baby. How the hell did you get in Magic man. City? Why do you guys always say that, man? I think, like, like, you would... <laughs> like, I just got off the phone with somebody. It was like, oh, you really are a baby. I like, you know, stop calling me that. Well, all right. So, Adam and I are old. We were born in the 80s. You were born uh, here you guys after go. 9-11. <laughs> Right? Ah, yeah. shit. No, 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 no. Thousands. I'm a thousand, baby. Two thousand. Two thousand. Okay, all right. All right, so you're going to be... Yeah. Uh, Don't disrespect him. You're going to be 20 this uh, year. On. You're going to be 20 in 2020. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so you you're, you, you qualify. Right by the year. It's easy for me. Yeah, exactly. We we come across people who are born, and I guess it's weird. I guess, I guess, I guess us old-timers feel like uh, it, back in the day when you talk about people <laughs> like, well, you were born after Pearl Harbor, kind of thing, like this, like for us, like... Uh, <laughs> Like just, right, passing it down to us. <laughs> just passing it down to it, us, give us a little history lesson. It's so weird because like 9-11 for like Adam and I were like, we're high school. It was like a big thing. So like when we meet people and it was so long ago that we're born like well, around there. Like my cousin was born in 2000 like, as well as mm. you. So like, mm. like it's like you don't really comprehend what the hell went down. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a significant the thing. The perception you know? of it is like, it's whatever. It's going to happen like this year too. Like, all right, 2020, you're going to have like yeah. 20 years from now. People are going to be like, man, you were born before 20, you were born after 2020. You didn't know Facts. all this shit that went down. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like. They're going to be like, who cares? But yeah. But you man, don't even no know. Idea. You have no yeah, exactly. idea. <laughs> there was crazy Great elections. There was, 2.0. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Some crazy shit was going on. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if you already answered this because I'm doing research on this. I'm no, it's like, fine. Where, where are you from? Are you from? Where are you from? I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. Okay, so how did you become a Steelers fan? Okay, <laughs> there you guys go. I was gonna say I'm an Antonio. I'm an Antonio Steelers Brown jersey. fan. So I'm close an to Philly. Brown fan. Oh. I'm an Antonio Brown fan, but I'm an Eagles fan since birth. I was gonna say, don't tell your Eagles fans you're you're, you're yeah, a fan exactly. of the Steelers. Don't tell <laughs> yeah. Nobody back home will let it. The but Steelers. Still is at the same time, both because it's the AFC team and NFC. So it's like, That's true. I can do both. You can, you yeah, can, I respect you can, the Steelers. You can, without betrayal. You can represent. Yeah, everybody, everybody respects them. 
represent Super. Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? I mean, shit, you're close <laughs> enough uh, to honestly. fucking Baltimore. You could even start liking the Ravens if you really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have a team, so we could. Like, Maryland, like... I mean, you could drive yeah, up to the Meadowlands and go watch those... Some people do. Watch those Jets play. They're a great team, <laughs> I guess, they got going on this year. Nope. <laughs> they just let go of my man's bell. Yeah, he's coming to our he's... team, up on the Patriots. Really? You Maybe, think so? probably. Who knows? They, they, Patriots like grabbing all these old school running backs. He's yeah, probably gonna go. He's probably gonna hang out with Tom Brady down in Tampa. That's probably what's gonna going happen. To he's hang out with I think the Bears are the front runner too. The Bears. Damn. The Bears, Bears, huh? So you like? We had a guest yeah, their on. Their offense needs it. Yeah, their I, offense needs it. Honestly. I last. But guess. Nick Foles too. He's oh. going crazy. Yeah, we don't like. We don't. We don't talk about Nick Foles up here in Boston. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but that's why I had to bring him up. Yeah, it's I a little sore. Sore subject. You know. Big Dick Nick. Super Bowl MVP. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Yeah. It, it, whatever, you know, whatever. You know, was, the Philly fans, they're a, they're a lively group. You know? All right, it's okay. You guys it's have okay. a good time. You enjoy your sports. Nothing we wrong do. with that. We do. You are. Seven, <laughs> you we a, need more out of them, though. You a 76ers fan? Oh, yeah, most You got yourself a nice coach going over there next season, huh? All right, yeah, whatever. Hopefully, honestly, <laughs> honestly, man. He did all right if, up in Boston, can, though. He did good. If he can bring us as far as he can, yeah. I'll accept it. Like, like for some growing periods. Yeah, he's a good it's coach. Expected. He, the, yeah. the problem with him is when he gets to a point where he can only get you so far that you really need the team to take. Mm. So like when he was up in Boston, the reason they got mm. to the finals was because of Garnett, because you took that the guy took exactly. the team. You know what I mean? So if the, yeah, if the 76ers can get a guy who can take him further right. than what Doc can do, then they're gonna be all right. right. But if they if they like we're out in the Clippers where they're all dependent on the coach because they're all prima donnas out there and they don't really. Mm-hmm. Really can't really jive. They all really doing their own thing. That's it's right. not really chemistry out there. That's exactly. how it was. You need a leader Honestly. to take you off the bench, other than the coach, to continue going on. Mm-hmm. And like I hate to say, you need it, a coach on the court, right? And yeah. like LeBron, I hate to say, I hate LeBron, but I gotta say, like he's the guy out in LA. He, Honestly, you know, yeah, like stuff. growing up watching him play is just like amazing. His IQ on the court is insane. The only thing you I saw that don't, you uh, saw that interview with um Iman Shumpert with LeBron. No, when he was talking about. He was talking about, yeah, yeah, it was about um LeBron. He was talking about somebody on the team. I think it was the Kings, but they were talking about how LeBron told him their play that he forgot for himself. And <laughs> he was just like, what? And it was right, too, yeah. and he still won. That sounds like a Tom <laughs> Brady move right there. Like, you know the, the defense is doing for. That's insane. LeBron, don't get me wrong. I grew up as a Celtics fan, hating LeBron, you know, all those mm-hmm. years. But you can't take off. He's a talented guy. The only thing that yeah. I, I can't. I, I can't get over is his arrogant attitude and his like he always feels like it's me 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 I'm being like the whole the whole respect thing he said after the finals right dude people mm. respect you you could go around to every country on the planet they know that you're Man. LeBron James what the but fuck but he's the most hated athlete right now though you but he doesn't but he doesn't help himself though you yes, know? he does. His fan base doesn't help him because they always bring up stupid arguments to defend him, but it never worked. True, but you gotta remember, Jordan. I mean, I don't. Know, you probably don't remember because you, were, Jordan. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I was gonna say, Jordan was really hated back in the nineties. Like a lot of people didn't like Jordan. Either. Yeah, you know, and a lot of but people like, didn't like Magic either. The thing about LeBron, straight out of high school, he was compared to Jordan. And he was. He Jordan, was good. Jordan wasn't like that. No, Jordan had to work for it. Time. It took time for him. And, like, LeBron just been pressured since day one. Like, he had to be the chosen one. He had to do this. He had to do that. He'll like, get Every time they get a chance to come at him for 
one of his mistakes, they're gonna do it. He'll he'll get his time. I mean, when he's done, instead, uh, it's funny because me and LeBron yeah. are the same exact age. We were born in 1984. He uh, mm. it was funny. Like I graduated high school, I went to, I became an engineer, and he became a professional multimillionaire. And uh, it's funny, like you said, but this kid was one of those kids who they knew he was good ever since he was like you know 10 years old, right? But it's just funny seeing that, like you know, he'll get his. The thing is. He'll get his time. Like, so when he's retired in a few years and he's done and does his thing and he goes to Springfield and he goes to the Hall of Fame, people will respect him. People, kids now exactly. who are little will know that LeBron is one of the greatest basketball players that ever played. Yep. So it just takes some time. You got to let the generations kind of run themselves out. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a tough situation, but but uh, it's not as well, tough as. Joy. It's, it's not as tough as being a 76ers fan. I'm going to stay right there. I mean, it, you've had a couple of rough years in the last few years. Man, almost a decade, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Since early turn. Right, I'm going to dollar, man. Yeah. That's what I mean. Damn, man. So, um, so where can we go and find your book? Where, where's a good website to go and get your oh, uh, stuff? Uh, Amazon. Let's go what, what are we going to search? Uh, Just look up Rebel Wolves. You'll be fine. Rebel Rules by Cooley T. Awesome, man. Uh, you on Twitter or Instagram or anything? People can follow you on that stuff? Yeah, my Twitter is Cooley underscore T. It's C-O-O-L-L-Y underscore T. Awesome, man. Well, Troy, thank you for joining us tonight. It was awesome talking to you. No problem. Appreciate it. Check, I hope you guys have a good night. Check out the book, <laughs> and uh, good luck yeah, on your uh, Philly team's uh yeah. I'm coming yeah, later. Whatever, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see you in the Eastern Conference Final. <laughs> good luck with the reform. <laughs> Have a good night, brother. Take it easy. How's it going, man? Let's see. Ooh. All right, Troy Oglesby. Right? That's what he said, right? Dude, I'm yeah. looking at the notes right here, and this is grimy. I'm like, grimy. I'm like, we're getting the record. Oglesby. Oglesby Jr. There you go. And the book is called uh, Rebel Rules. Rebel Rules, yes. And you said it was like almost like a Rimble type. Uh, well, of... I'll read the synopsis. It just it just sounds like a little bit. So yeah. the main character Rebel Rules, he's a young army vet, right, named Nick, who faces several layers of internal conflict. His upbringing in the inner city, though, prepared him for the tragedy of war, but nothing could prepare him to lose a close friend in battle. And when Nick returns home, he begins to live independently, and he is triggered by an act of injustice. Which is the catalyst for his protest? So if we were, if we were better interviews, we pro- interviews, we probably should have asked him how he was inspired to write that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, we're like we get flashes of light. We're very uh, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Then I see a jersey. It's like ooh, shiny object. You're a Steelers fan. <laughs> you know what the thing was? I think I had like a little bit of relapse because the girl before you know, uh, Penny didn't like sports, so I, I felt that I had to get a uh, sports talking. Yeah, she's like, I don't pay attention to that. Yeah, ah. so I think I was digging for sports. I, I wanted to relate with someone on the sports field, so we we, we dropped the ball and didn't ask yeah, him. she was kind of cunty about that. She was kind of like, yeah, ah, she's very indignant about her sports, like, but, uh, I mean, whatever. She, some people don't like sports. What are you going to do? She's like, that's fine if you like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I I'm exaggerating a little. Yeah. Anyway, she was fun to talk to. So yeah, was, no, so was Troy, even though. Kept calling him grimy because the thing was fucking. My notes are bad. <laughs> We're getting sabotaged by the Glover. He's, he's 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 destroying the show from the inside. He's taking it down. I like how you said we have another guest coming on. You're like, oh, how long are we running tonight? How long are we running this? 
We're running until midnight. We should do a marathon. See how long we can do this show for. Uh, eventually, it'd just be pounding booze or smoking weed or doing something. People would just be killing. You would see people posting pictures of them shooting themselves in the head on Facebook watching this fucking show for 24 hours straight. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, man. So next week, we have Grimy. Okay, next week is Grimy. Next week is Grimy. Right. Which, which says, if I continue reading the sentence on my piece of paper right here, it says, <laughs> um, next week, Grimy. I was All right, yeah. Plenty yeah. of time to do research. Well, because here's the thing. So we get Penny Bob's information, which is fine. I get her link. And we get Troy's, but it, it just says Troy Oglesby. And then it jumps down to Rapa Grimy. So as I'm reading I mean, it. We could, we could also independently do our own research. That's also a thing. I mean, just... <laughs> I, mean I try. You know? I don't know. He was a cool 19-year-old kid joining the show. I mean, he's not even old enough to drink yet. It's amazing. I wish I could go back. Not right now. I wouldn't want to be like 19 now. I don't want to be a teenager now. Just think what you were doing at 19 years old. That's I mean, that's time. like 30 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, that was fucking crazy. 19 years old. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pulling your prick for the first time. It was like <laughs> at the Showcase Cinnamon Reef. Really close it down. God. Oh, that made me feel old. It really did. I'm actually going to steal a brick from that showcase when they knock it down for a sentimental value. Yeah, I can see you doing that. We should sneak, we'll sneak in. I'll grab you some bricks. I'll sell them on eBay. I'll be like, this is a brick from the showcase cinema. Yeah, like five, like two people will buy it. Do you know what's funny? <laughs> when, so when they were knocking down the old theater back in like 2001, um, I had contacted the uh, general manager of the showcase cinema. And I asked him, I go, can I have the contact information of the demolition crew knocking down the old theater? I was like, fucking, what, 16 years old? And he's like, why would you like that information for? I go, well, because I would like to obtain one of the seats from the old movie theater. I wanted one of the actual old broken oh. movie seats. Yeah. And I was like, I'll pay him. I'll pay him for him. I go, what the hell are you guys doing with the seats? And he wouldn't tell me. The guy was being like really like weird. He wouldn't give me any information about, I, well, uh, we can't give you that information. I go, it's a fucking seat in a building you're knocking down. I yeah, go, he's trying to feel all powerful and mighty. Yeah, it was also the same guy who oops, who uh, who f- caught us breaking into the old theater multiple times. So you probably recognize me as that asshole. I was in my fucking Red Sox hat and rollerblades. Hey, guy, I'm just trying to see a movie for free. <laughs> my mom gives me ten dollars a week. I can't be. I can't go to a movie every day for that. <laughs> the fuck? It's the summertime. I don't have a job. I'm fourteen. Not um, a bad idea. But uh, yeah. So I wanted one of those. I, I can only imagine what those. The seats were disgusting. You know what I mean? Like, they were gross. Like, you ever see what the movie theater looked like with the lights on? It was gross. Yeah, you don't look at it. It's no. like smells and it's gu- the smells on the seat and like this gum stuck under the yeah. And you get like the you get the permanent stain on the back where the headrest is from people's grease from the hair and stuff. Like that. It's, how, remember the, like a few years ago when they had that bed bug thing in New York City? Like the movie theaters were infested with bed bugs. Yes. I mean, so I remember something like that. Just imagine yeah. how fucking dirty movie theater. I guess when you think about it, when I start talking about it, the grossness of the movie theater has now made me say, maybe it's not the best thing to go to movie theater. You're right. Maybe not. I mean, we're getting once we we finish downstairs, we're getting a hundred inch TV for the living room, which basically is a big ass fucking TV. And you mean once you finally actually own your home, once we finally <laughs> own it, which supposedly was supposed to happen tomorrow. But it looks like it's been pushed back a little bit further. So it's only it's it's only been a year. I mean, we've only been trying to do this for a fucking year, guy. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. We'll eventually get there, you know. Rent's cheap. What are you gonna do? 
It'd be funny if they say, yeah, well, like, yeah, it's not going through. Gonna move all this shit out again. That must be in the back of your head a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, fucking buy I, I told her we could just buy an RV. Pocket in a parking lot and something. I could pocket in my spot at work. <laughs> we could live there. <laughs> Our office is technically a condo. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really is. If I get one of those small RVs, we could like a like a C class, we could probably could probably fit it in the spot. I don't have to park in your spot, but it would probably still fit. Yeah. I'd run the spots a, in the garage. I'll run a sewer hose out into the ocean and just let it pump out into the, the harbor. So Perfect. There you go. Alright, well, I think we're hitting our we're hitting that time. But uh next week we have supposedly rapper Grimy coming on. I like how I was asking him, how do you pronounce your name? Grimy? Grimy? And he was looking at me like I had full heads, like like nothing dirt. Well he agreed with you at first. He's like, yeah. Well maybe he knows who Grimy is. Oh, maybe. I guess if I read further in my notes, I'd find out he was from Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of questions for Grimy next week. So, but uh, those who are watching, we had uh, Penny Barber on. We had Troy Oglesby on. Uh, check them both <laughs> out on their uh, respective uh, social medias. And uh, Adam, are you plugging anything this week? You can always check out the Whirlwind Potato on YouTube. I have my final, probably my last I Hate You Daniel, Daniel LaRusso video coming out, which has been kind of, they've been kind of taking off lately. So but my last one before going to somebody else uh, will be soon. Are you going um, to check that out? You're going to hate Zach Morris? Yeah. It's not even done. <laughs> I, I can find, you know, who could you hate? Ooh, maybe. No, Luke, it's Luke Skywalker. It's going to be Luke Skywalker Ooh, after this. I hate you, Luke yeah. Skywalker. He's kind of a dick. You know? Luke. He's a dick. He's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking killed his father. He killed his father. An asshole. He let a bunch of people die, and the and, and, and well, well, he just sat on a planet. Remember, yeah. they were all looking for him. He's just chilling on the island. Yeah, he fucking killed yeah. his dad, and his piece of shit nephew killed his fucking dad too. Killed his yeah. fucking brother-in-law. <laughs> See, I have plenty of material. Fucking work. piece of shit family the Skywalkers are. You know, they make them look like they're fucking heroes, but they're pieces of shit. Fuck the Skywalkers. I'm all about the resistance. I mean, not the resistance, the uh, rebel. Uh, no, the Imperials. What the fuck? What, what, what am I talking about? What's technically the Resistance, the resistance, right? The other, That's the good guys, the resistance. No, I'm talking about. I, I want to be with the, oh, the first order. First order, yeah. I want to be those guys. They suck. Hey, they're very uniformed. You gotta admit, their outfits are impeccable. The fucking yeah. the resistance look like a bunch of homeless people in Oliver. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Fucking, yeah. you get like you know Yoda. Fuck. Fuck him. <laughs> I'll leave it at there. Fuck Yoda. Hashtag. Fuck. Oh, yeah, it's like a plane crash. It's slowly hitting the ocean. All right. We'll do this again next right, week. Buddy. See you tomorrow. Well, we'll right, I won't see you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. You'll see me tomorrow. All right, see you guys later. later. Have a good week. Bye.